Welcome to Dental Brain Crops. Today I want to talk to you about shame. In order to change how you feel in your life, you have to change the way you think about the steps along the way. Change the way you think about your experiences, how you think about your journey. And a part of your journey is noticing that other people are on a journey too. And when you cross paths, you might have thoughts or opinions about what the other person is saying or doing. And that's where I want to focus today because it's at this point where a lot of us get sucked into the pitfall of shame. And I'll tell you why I bring this up. I had the pleasure of seeing a friend of mine that I hadn't seen for a while. And while we were at lunch, I was telling him how excited I was that he was in town and that I hoped we could get together again soon. And his response really surprised me. He said that he hadn't come into town sooner because he'd begun using medical marijuana to help with his anxiety, particularly at night, and that because I don't drink or take medications, he was worried that he'd feel shame if this came up in a conversation. So to avoid all of that, he'd been keeping a little distance between us. Now, I've never talked to this friend about medicines or my thoughts on his anxiety, but his brain did what our brains do. It thought ahead determined a worst case scenario and decided that it was probable to happen and determined that if it happened, it would be unbearable. Basically, my friend's brain jumped to a conclusion and tried to protect him from experiencing any sort of discomfort. And what happened instead was that he was feeling what he described as shame in advance. He had no context to base his shame on, not in relation to me anyway, because I didn't even know about this new anxiety management. Only he knew, and as far as I can tell, he's comfortable with his decision. The only thing he wasn't comfortable with was what he thought my thoughts might be about it. And as flattering as it can be to have people care what I think about their decisions, can you see the problems here? Let's call them out. First of all, if you're projecting what someone else might think, especially if it's a negative projection, I want to encourage you to really question the utility of that in your life. Secondly, be exactly who you agree with. If you are solid on your decisions, there's no reason to second guess yourself, even if other people don't agree with you. And if you find yourself doing that, ask yourself why. Can you imagine the image of a chicken running around with a cutoff head? Because that's us when we urgently try to please everyone. Now, your opinions are subject to change too. So feel free to make up your mind support yourself in that decision, and then change your mind and support yourself in a new decision. That's fine, but don't do it because you think the new decision better matches someone else's preference. Do it because it matches your preference. Do it because it's what you want. Now let's get underneath some of this because we're still just surface level. When you're projecting what someone else's thoughts might be, or you're changing your position when you learn someone has an opposing opinion, there's another layer going on and it's at the root of all this. It's what's really going on when we talk about shame. It's the truth you're creating in your life and it's what you're believing about these things. If you make a decision and you decide to keep it from people because they might not approve, what does that mean to you? What's the problem with someone else not approving of your choices? I'll tell you what your brain thinks. Your brain thinks that if there's discord between you and someone else, that you're at risk. 
that something bad might happen, that you might be excluded from the group. You might not live in harmony. Your brain tells you a hundred different things, most of which are incredibly far from the truth, but some combination of fear-based and exaggerated thoughts. And the longer you spin on those types of thoughts, the more reasonable they start to sound. You turn into a detective in those moments. You start searching your past and past experiences for indicators that what you're afraid of happening is a viable possibility. And whatever thought you land on causes you to feel something that probably won't feel very good. In my friend's case, it was probably a thought like, She'd be disappointed in this decision, which caused him to feel shame and drove him to delay visiting, even though he was available to travel much sooner than he did. The thoughts that his mind offered him about how things might play out became his truth and what he acted on. Now, go deeper again. Why does it matter if I'm disappointed? Really, why does it matter? Isn't that my uncomfortable feeling to work through? I love my friend, but he doesn't get credit for my feelings, the good ones or the bad ones. And who would want the pressure of being in charge of managing someone else's emotions? That would be awful. We have a hard enough time keeping our own feelings in check, but we sure try, don't we? We go around trying to make other people happy and trying not to disappoint them. And the reason we do that is because of how we feel about their feelings, how we think about their opinions. That's the only reason we ever do anything we do, because of how we think it will make us feel. We withhold information that others might experience disappointment over because of ourselves, because of what we say to ourselves about ourselves when other people share their opinions, especially opinions of disappointment or opposition. When someone says they're disappointed about a decision you made, that tells you absolutely nothing about you. It tells you a lot about them, their preferences, how they would have handled things, their capacity to accept your way of doing things, their acceptance of change. Their disappointment is directly and only related to them. And when they share it with you, it's just the two of you on your own journeys, happening to cross each other's paths and sharing opinions about what you see. Now, When you hear them talk about their disappointment, you have options that will tell you all about you. You can hear their words and continue to support your own decision. You can be grateful to them for sharing another way of approaching things. Or you can tell yourself horrible things about yourself. You can cut yourself down for not thinking like they do. You can beat yourself up for making a decision that someone else doesn't like. But be onto yourself and be honest with yourself. Because even as I was saying those last options, they didn't feel very good. And and I've confirmed it enough times to know that there's nobody who will ever be harder on you than you are. So stop it. And especially avoid being unkind to yourself when you think you've done something differently than someone else likes or wants. So as you continue your journey, I recommend that you make a special effort to be on your side all of the time. People can have different opinions and still like you. 
People can become disappointed and still love you. People can have different opinions and be disappointed and be hurt and frustrated and upset and not like you and not love you. And you can know all of that and stick to your decisions and be kind to yourself and be kind to them. Some of the most enriching conversations I've had were with people who had such a high level of respect for themselves and everyone in the group that sensitive topics could be discussed at length and in detail without anyone getting mad or storming off or digging their heels in. When you can commit to being loyal to yourself and employ a healthy dose of curiosity toward others, amazing levels of understanding and perspective are born. I'm so glad that my friend shared his concern with me. I'm grateful that I could share with him my appreciation for him and clear up his false conclusions about how I would respond to this thing in his life. And I want to encourage you as you're going throughout your life, taking steps along the way and reflecting on your experiences that you really get curious. And if you notice shame creeping into your world, ask yourself why and get to the bottom of it. That's all for today. I appreciate you joining me for today's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire.